Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist, where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real-life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Gina Richie Richardson. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? Yes, I know. My voice is sounding extra raspy. Your girl been over here giving Beyonce, okay? I've been over here singing, child, and I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I guess I'm just supposed to be extra raspy for y'all. So thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, and... If y'all haven't noticed, the podcast has dropped on time because this two weeks, this every two weeks thing is going to be good now. All right. I can't do that every week no more. I talked about that last episode. So let me forewarn y'all. Okay. I record my podcast at home. Okay. I need to change my smoke detector. The beeping is going to be a thing for the entire episode. I apologize now. I'm going to get a battery this morning, okay? So I just want to make sure y'all know that's what the beeping is in the back. I promise it's just going to be this episode. I'm getting it fixed. Just hang on with me. All right, so... Once again, want to start off with gratitude, telling everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you. Truly appreciate all of the love, all of the support. Y'all just be showing out all of the shares. Child, y'all know y'all is marketing. All right. So I need y'all to make sure y'all are sharing this thing far and wide. And so I just want to say that I appreciate that. Appreciate you for showing up each and every time that a new episode drops because it's not weak no more. I had to had to pause to think about that for a second. Okay. And so I wanted to remind y'all that I'm hosting my first free virtual workshop and it's called Lower My Student Loan Payments. And it's going to be this Thursday, October 20th. And I'm going to be going more in depth on strategies to lower your student loan payments, refinancing your student loans, talking about if you qualify for federal and private consolidation plans, those federal income-driven repayment plans and qualifications for you, and also student loan forgiveness programs. Explain those a little bit more in depth. Y'all check out the show notes because I have a link for you to register. And if you're listening, you want to just go there right now, just go to my website, IamMindfullyRich.com. It is under Work With Me, I believe, and you can go all the way down to the bottom where I have my no-cost workshops. You can register there. Y'all make sure you show up. Link is there. Everything is there. It's going to be great. I'm going to have lots of great information for you, especially for my visual people. Okay. Y'all listening now, but for my visual people, it's going to be bomb. All right. So make sure y'all show up. And so as y'all know, I am doing a series on student loans right now, child, just because I have just been so enamored with talking about the student loan debt cancellations, forgiveness plans, how you lower your payments, income-driven repayment plans, like all of the things. Like I have literally been just in it. So I'm super excited about today's episode because I will be going into some forgiveness plans. Well, let me say that again. I'll be going into student loan forgiveness, cancellation, and discharge. Look at me getting ahead of myself, child. For those of y'all that are new, I do something that's called the Let's Talk About Money segment. And so as we go ahead and enter that, just because I'm super excited about the episode, y'all. Okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself, okay? So as we enter the Let's Talk About Money segment, today I'm mainly going to discuss 
What are student loan forgiveness plans, cancellation plans, and discharge options? How you apply for these plans and also where you can find more detail. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start from the beginning. I want to remind everybody that there are over 48 million people in the world with student loan debt. All right. So that's the reason why I'm talking about this. And y'all have actually been listening to these episodes. Okay. Y'all been listening. So I know somebody is interested in all of the details that I'm sharing. So when we start at the beginning, what is student loan forgiveness, cancellation, or discharge? This basically just means when you are no longer required to pay on some or all of your loan. Because remember, we're talking about either the student loan being forgiven, some of the balance being forgiven, if some or all of the balance is being canceled, or discharging the loan altogether. Might I add that forgiveness, cancellations, and discharges only apply to federal student loans, not private student loans, right? That's one of the main reasons why I wanted to make sure I did this series because there's a lot of stuff going on about forgiveness plans, like the debt relief plan, which we're going to get into, right? That only applies to people who have federal student loans. Once again, if you don't know what federal versus private student loans are, go on back to the first episode of the series, which was episode well, conversation 103. All right. So I wanted to make sure that I said that. And you may want to know why aren't private student loans included in being forgiven, canceled or discharged. And it's mainly because the government doesn't control private student loans. You can get private student loans from so many different like institutions, I'm going to say like financial institutions, but they're not federally backed. The government does not federally back those student loans. Most of the time it is way more I'm trying to figure out a way to say this it's way better if when you apply for FAFSA if you need student loans that you are applying for FAFSA to see what you qualify on the federal side of student loans just because of all the benefits that you get private student loans normally come in when you can't get any more federal student loans or didn't qualify for that and or you needed more money to go to school. So you have the private sector. Private student loans are recognized just like a, re a regular personal loan that you would get from a bank, a credit union, or a finance company, just to be completely honest with you. So there's no benefits there. Stay to the end. I'm going to talk about private student loans and how I can help you there, okay? But I'm going to go ahead and jump into the different types of forgiveness, cancellation, and discharge plans and options that you have to qualify for. So first I'm going to get into the one that we've been talking a lot about, which is the direct relief student loan forgiveness plan, right? We've all heard about this, where if you had Pell Grants, you qualify for up to $20,000. If you didn't get Pell Grants during your time in school or when you were getting student loans, you only qualify for up to 10,000. Now, of course, there are income requirements for that and it's based off of your tax filing for 2020 or 2021, right? So for the most part, if you're single, married filing separately, your income has to be at 125, 125,000 or below. If you are married filing jointly, head of household or qualifying widower, your income has to be at $250,000 and below. All right. Now you're probably wondering, cause this is the question I get a lot, which of my student loans, my federal student loans qualify for this particular debt relief program, right? Now it's supposed to be all of the ED held loans, all of your federal education held loans, which includes the plus loans. Also the graduate student loans 
qualified for this and the parent plus student loans qualified as well. Now, this is what I'm going to say. I'm saying this right now, but I want y'all to log on to studentaid.gov so you can see the full list of federal student loans that actually qualify for this particular forgiveness plan. All right. Now, one thing that I think is great that y'all should note here is that if you made voluntary payments during the pandemic, while we were paused, while the rest of us was paused and said, hell no, nah, we ain't paying no more of them damn student loans, right? If you did that, <laughs> they do have a refund policy or a refund plan that they are proposing that they'll do, but you still have to apply. I'm going to direct you to studentaid.gov so that you can see the details about that because I did have that question from one of my sorors where she paid off her student loans and was like, what do I do? Can I get a refund for that? But they're only given a refund, I believe, for that that period of time where we were paused, where well, we're still paused due to the pandemic. So you want to go ahead, log on to studentaid.gov so that you can get the full details there. All right. So the next federal forgiveness plan, I'm making sure that I put federal in there because child, let me tell you, there's a lot of people with private student loans and I have to make sure I'm making that distinction because I don't want y'all saying, I heard you say blah, 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 blah. You ain't heard me say nothing, child. Okay. So the next federal forgiveness plans is the public service loan forgiveness. Now this plan you can qualify for if you're employed by the government or a not-for-profit organization. All right. You may, because I got to put the may in there, be able to receive loan forgiveness under the public service loan forgiveness program if you are a qualifying employee of an employer that recognizes this. OK, I got to say it that way. Now, the thing what I saw, like what, what, what they pay for, it looks like they can forgive the remaining balance on your direct loans after you have made 120 qualifying monthly payments under a qualifying repayment plan. I don't know what that means, but this is what I am going to say. If that's you, you work for the government or a not-for-profit organization, you need to go ahead and log on to studentaid.gov so you can see if your student loans qualify for that. I think that that is pretty dope. I don't have all the details there, but I'm leading you to the water. All right, it's up to you to go ahead and drink. So my government folks and not-for-profit organization employees, y'all go check that out. All right. So the next forgiveness plan is for teachers. It's the teacher loan forgiveness. So if you teach full time for a five, I'm sorry, for a five complete and consecutive academic years in a low income elementary school, secondary school or educational service agency, you may see the May in there be eligible for forgiveness up to $17,500 of your direct loans that you receive. There's also some other qualifying student loans that you can receive forgiveness on for this teacher loan forgiveness. Once again, I'm going to have y'all go ahead and log on to studentaid.gov so that you can see which all those loans are because there are different federal student loans. Take a look at that so that you can see that's for all my teachers. All right. $17,500 is a good penny. All right. So y'all make sure y'all go ahead and check it out. All right. Now moving to a type of discharge that's out there. So there is something called the closed school discharge. So if your school closed while you were enrolled or soon after you withdrew, you may be eligible for a discharge of your federal student loans, right? Y'all already know the deal. 
Log on to studentaid.gov <laughs> so that you can get all the details about the closed school discharge because this does happen. And so you want to make sure you're not paying on these loans if your school closed or I believe that there's also something for accreditation. You can see if that falls under there when you check out studentaid.gov, child. They'll, they'll let you know. All right. So I've been hearing a lot about the Perkins loan cancellation and discharge, right? Lots, I, I believe this was probably one of the first maybe class action suits that I saw for student loans. And so there is something called the Perkins loan cancellation and discharge, and you may be eligible for a portion of your Perkins loans to be canceled and or discharged, but you have to go log on to studentaid.gov because they'll let you know what situations qualify for that. Y'all, the reason why I'm giving y'all the log on to studentaid.gov to see is because I want to let you know what program exists, give you some details there and, and direct you there. So that way you can get all of the details. And it's not, I said this, that, and the other. The main reason why I'm doing this is so that I can put the information out there. Once again, I can lead you to the water. Okay. I want you to drink it. I want you to go drink it. All right. <laughs> so the next discharge that they have that you can qualify for is the total and permanent disability discharge. And so, of course, if you're totally and or permanently disabled, you may qualify to have your student loans discharged. Once again, go ahead and log on to the studentaid.gov so you can see the full list and how you can take advantage of that particular discharge program. All right. So this one should be known, but I guess they had to put it out there anyway. There is a discharge due to death. So if, of course, if someone passes away and I feel like this would be most beneficial to like spouses or someone, let's say spouses or partners, if your partner or spouse passes away, there is a discharge due to death. Of course, you have to send them the death certificate. I did that with my mom with her student loans, but student loans, federal student loans, after someone has passed away, they are discharged. So I would recommend sending that death certificate in only if, let's say a spouse or a partner, y'all are on the same account. It was coming out monthly, something along those lines. So that way you can get that stopped. Now, if it's just a person, they were paying this out of their individual account. Nobody else is affected. Like for the most part, there's nothing really that you need to do. But for spouses and partners, if you have been intertwined, this has been a part of your daily finances, it's in your account, that's when I would say do something about it, okay? So the next discharge is the borrower defense to repayment that I wanted to tell y'all about. And so this is one that I have currently in process right now. So you may qualify for this particular discharge if you have federal student loans and based on the borrower defense to repayment, if you took out the loans to attend a school and the school did something or failed to do something related to your loan or to the educational services that the loan was intended to pay for. All right. So they didn't say exactly what I wanted it to say because I'm reading the descriptions to make sure that I got all of this stuff right today. All right. The borrower defense to repayment can also be used for those fraudulent charges, for those schools that deceptively lured you in and told you you received scholarships, grants, all of these things. And then they were like, oops, all we got is student loans. We already got you registered. Come on and, and register. Get these student loans, right? That's going to be something that's good for the borrower defense to repayment. There's currently a big class action suit that I'm in right now for that borrower defense because I am definitely trying to get 
my student loans, the rest of them, okay? Not just that that 10, 10 to 20 that I'm going to get from the debt relief forgiveness. I'm trying to get the rest of them forgiven through the borrower defense to repayment. So go ahead, log on to studentaid.gov, check out the details there. And if that's something, you know, that your loans qualify for, you'll see the details. All right. So the one thing that I want to say for all of these student loan forgiveness, cancellation and discharges, you can apply for these plans on studentaid.gov. All of the details are there. And I want to also make sure that I'm letting y'all know these are .gov sites, so it's not fraudulent, all right? They are .gov sites. This is literally the site that you go to when you fill out your FAFSA. You literally go to this site to see all of your student loan and your FAFSA history, like anytime you've been in school that you've applied for any, all of that history is shown there. So just make sure you're looking at the website before you put it in to make sure you are going to .gov because I already know just from the debt relief, the debt relief student loan forgiveness form that I filled out. Oh, once again, for those of y'all that haven't filled out the student, the debt relief, dang, it's so many words, y'all. <laughs> the debt relief Student loan forgiveness application is live for you to apply, but they only ask three questions, which was your name, your date of birth, and your social security number, which is a perfect mating ground for fraud, right? I get that. I understand that, but it's a .gov site, so you want to make sure you're looking at the email address and making sure it says .gov. I already know that the scammers out there are already trying to cook up how they finna get everybody, all right? So y'all just got to be paying attention. I'm telling y'all .gov on here too, so everybody pay attention. All right. But you apply for all of these forgiveness plans on the studentaid.gov website. All right. All of the details are listed there. I just wanted to use today as a time to let you know what's out there. I went over quite a few forgiveness plans, some discharges and also some cancellations. And so what I did want to say is just to remind everybody, don't forget to register for my free virtual workshop is this Thursday. I want y'all to go ahead and show up. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I know that there are a lot of us who have student loans and then also a lot of y'all that have private student loans, which don't qualify for the forgiveness, cancellations, and discharges. And so in this workshop, I'm going to be going more in depth into strategies to lower your student loan payments, refinancing your student loans, if your student loans qualify for federal and or private consolidation plans, some federal income driven repayment plans that you could qualify for, and then also the student loan forgiveness plans. And we're going to go a little bit more in depth in it, seeing if you qualify, how we can help you with lowering your student loan debt. That is the main objective of the workshop. So make sure you check out the show notes or you can log on to my website. I am mindfully rich. Click on work with me. All of these, the workshops, because I have two workshops that are available right now. You can register for both, but this one is going to be under no cost workshops. Go ahead and register. Seats are limited. And so a few more church announcements before we get on out of here. Don't forget if you want to advertise your business or if you would like to sponsor the podcast or the Let's Talk About Money segment, you can hit me up, email me at mindfullyrich at IamMindfullyRich.com. Email me. I can give you the rate sheet. I would like to start advertising businesses. I'm in a place where I feel good about this. So of course, go ahead and reach out and I got you there. And that's it. Don't forget, I'm a whole 
financial coach out here. So I do have some options where I can assist you. My services can be found on my website, IamMindfullyRich.com. Just go to work with me and I'll have all of my services listed there. Everything is there for you. If you have any questions before you book anything, I have a clarity call that's free. So just lots of options for y'all, okay? Once again, I thank all of y'all for the support. Thank you for just listening. Share, share, share. Remember, y'all is marketing. So this podcast don't go nowhere. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to share things. So please, please, please tell your people, tell your friends, tell your circles, tell everybody. Share this information on your social medias, all of that. Share because I want as many people as possible to listen and get these gems that I be dropping. All right, y'all. That's it. Ain't got no more for y'all. I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.